Hey listener, thanks for joining us today. You're listening to Pixels and Panels, a show where we take you behind the scenes of the comic industry through conversations with your favorite creators and industry leaders. Horror comic fans, we have a special treat for you today. We're joined by Garth and Kanan, the duo behind Witch Creek Road, which is one of the most popular original series on Webtoons. We talked today about working effectively as a writer and artist combo, learn about what kind of support you can expect as a Webtoon Originals creator, and even get some advice on how to become one. Here's Garth and Kanan. Hope you enjoy. Hey, Kanan and Garth, how are you two doing today? Hello. I'm good. It's a stat holiday in Canada, so I've got the day off. Wonderful. And uh, we're very, very glad to have both of you here. So let's dive right in. To start, uh, why don't you both give us a little bit of your background? So Garth, maybe you could go first. Uh, so my name's Garth. I write uh, with Creek Road. I'm obsessed with horror comic books and movies. And uh, that's basically where I got my passion and inspiration to to write Witch Creek Road. Well, uh, I'm a freelance comic book artist. Uh, I'm uh, I'm coming from Bosnia, uh, exactly the city of Zenta. Uh, well, I've been doing this uh, for, I don't know, maybe the, more than 10 years, but uh, professionally, uh, I've been doing it uh, for the last uh, more, more, more than five years. Uh, so uh, I've known Garth uh, for I don't know, maybe six, six, seven years since we uh, started working working together, uh, and uh, I don't know. I, I that's what I do. I I, I draw comics for, for a living. And how did you two meet and form this super team? So I I used to haunt the deviant art like job forums because I knew that I I can't draw like if I drew the stuff, no one would read it because it would be really, really bad. So I would kind of like watch for people looking for artists and see what kind of budgets they had. And if it kind of like fell into the budget that I had, I would look to see who was responding. And Keenan happened to respond to one of the like postings that I was looking at and his art was amazing. I don't know if the person who had done the original post actually contacted him, but I reached out and I was like, I want to work with you. And uh, first of all, you know that Garth is uh, really keyed into uh, horror comics when he says, I haunted DeviantArt. So I appreciate <laughs> your, your commitment to the genre. I mean, Kanan, for you, I mean, here you are being approached to do a horror comic. Was that something, was that a genre that you thought about drawing for? I'd love to just understand what that process was like for you when you heard about the opportunity. Yeah, no, no, never. I never thought uh, I would uh, draw horror comics. To be, to be uh, honest, uh, I never read horror comics. I was never a horror fan before that. Uh, I uh, only ever watched anime. I watched cartoons. I uh, read, uh, you know, sub- superhero comics, the, the ones I, I could get my hands on here in Bosnia, which is very few. Uh, I had a couple of Spider-Man comics, which I read over and over again. And that's ki- that was kind of my, uh, how, you, how you say, uh, uh, image of what uh, comic books are, you know, it was very uh, a narrow view. Uh, but then uh, when the guard approached me, yeah, I I jumped on the opportunity, you know, to 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 do something something new. 
and uh, after a while I, I I still became a, a horror fan and now uh, today I can't even imagine you know I, I do a lot of things because uh, as a freelancer you get you get uh, you, you take what you get uh, but uh, something about uh, which tree road uh, that uh, uh, turned me to to the dark side <laughs> I, I'm re I'm a real uh, horror fan now and I can uh, I uh, uh, hopefully I will get to work uh, uh, with guard and on horror for many many years to come. It's amazing to hear that you didn't have much experience with horror because you pretty effortlessly have creeped and scared me <laughs> with your drawings. So well well done. I do want to ask about your art style, but before that, Garth, what inspired you to write and create Witch Creek Road? Uh, so years ago, I used to live in Japan and there were weekends where I would have nothing to do and I would just like rent all these sometimes bad American horror movies from like the local video store and just eat cheap pizza and watch bad horror movies. And it kind of came from like those occasional weekends where I just movie binged where uh, I would watch a movie and think like, oh, I wish they had done it this way. And so like looking at how I wanted things to go, that's where I started to think about Witch Creek Road and, and the things that I wished had happened, but didn't. Interesting. And why, what gravitated you towards the horror genre to begin with? I, I don't know. I just enjoy, like, I enjoy the different genres within horror. Like um, I'm not so much on like torture porn. Like I, I don't really care about movies like that, but the, the masked killer, the monster kind of like movies and, and I don't know, it's just a guilty pleasure. It's like some people like romance and I like watching people get killed. So when you approached Kanan for the first time, how much of the story did you have done for Witch Creek Road? Oh, very little. Um, I mean, I had the beginning and the middle and the end, but there were big kind of like open holes in it. And so when um, Kanan started drawing it, I was still in the process of writing it, but at that time we weren't doing it full time. So there was definitely time for me to like sit back and think about the story and, and write it as he was working at the beginning, which was already done. So Kanan, what was character development like for you? Here you had a script and a skeleton of what things would evolve like. How would you take that story and then start to adapt your own creative interpretation of it? Well, uh, Garth is the, the one who provided the inspiration, provided uh, the story. I just uh, went off of his, uh, his script and... Uh, I don't know, we just clicked uh, when I read uh, every page uh, of the script. I kind of could imagine it in my head. I could imagine the characters. I could uh, see how, how it all plays out. And uh, I don't know, it just, uh, it just worked uh, from day one. Uh, when we started working together, uh, I think uh, we were on the same level. And uh, uh, I don't know, uh, the, the character development was uh, also uh, done in, uh, uh, in, uh, in, 
in the process, you know, in the process of drawing, uh, we, we, I, I uh, designed these, those characters, of course, with the guards' approval, uh, and uh, it worked great. And how, how was it for you to adapt your existing style over to horror? What did you look at or what was your process to, to make that happen? Yeah, well, uh, I didn't do any uh, adjustment of my style or anything uh, because the guard found, found me and my work on uh, DeviantArt and uh, I, I think he liked it <laughs> because he contacted me. And so I just... Uh, I don't know, I took my, my style, uh, I say I didn't have a, today even I don't kind of think I have a style, I just uh, take uh, the things that I like from many other artists and I try to make something that uh, I like, you know, and whatever comes out, it's uh, you can call it my, my style, but I think it just uh, worked, you know, uh, the, 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 my style I had the, back then, uh, worked with, with uh, blood and uh, gore, <laughs> you know, it, it uh, looked like, a, uh, how do you say, like a, a stand, standard uh, comic book uh, art, uh, maybe some uh, manga in it, and then when it gets brutal, it, it kind of, uh, I don't know, it has that contrast, and I think maybe that that's because that's how it worked, and uh, so I didn't... Uh, have to do any, anything special. I just uh, read the script and uh, draw it. Uh, Gart was very, very uh, helpful and open. Uh, he he gave me all the freedom to do whatever I think is, is best. And uh, I don't know, I, I just enjoy working with Gart and I think that shows in the comic. So I'd love to give our listener a sense of what it was it's like for a team to work together to produce this. So when I think about the most iconic characters in this series, it's the three demons that you meet in the beginning. So maybe let's start with how you all brought them to life. So Garth, what did you come with at first when you were like, okay, here are the three, you know, sort of main characters that you will uh, be seeing in this series? I think I only described them as like sexy and then with something wrong. Like I said, like maybe there's something wrong with their eyes or maybe they've got like, there's something about them. And I think I described them as kind of like sharks on land, like in that sense of like they are predators, they are out there and they only want to like hunt and to kill. And so what Keenan produced was really just like, it wasn't a lot of direction for me. And what he did was it just knocked it out of the park. Like those demons are amazing. And so many people just love them. Yeah. And as you talk about those themes, Garth, I can definitely see them as they came to life. Kanan, what was that process like for you? Here you, you've gotten a, a vague but directional way to think about what these demons look like. How much iteration was there? Where did you draw inspiration from? How was it to go from that to like, okay, here are these three characters that everyone loves? Yeah, uh, uh, exactly as God said, uh, the word sharks, that, that's what led me, you know, they are just killing machines, cold, uh, you know, uh, without emotions, they, they just need blood, and that's it, uh, and first thing I thought about and think about, about sharks is those uh, cold, 
dead uh, black eyes. <laughs> mm. uh, that's that's the first thing I I almost immediately thought of, and uh, the rest, you know, sexy leather tight, <laughs> uh, and uh, I don't know it uh, it fell apart, uh, fell uh, fell in place. Uh, I, I'm glad people like like. And how did you both think about the audience of who this story was uh, for? Maybe Garth, you can answer that one. Yeah, if I'm being completely honest, I was not concerned about audience. Like I was writing what I wanted to read. And so I was like, if, if an audience finds this great, they're people who I would like sit down and have a coffee with and probably get along really well with. But I, I'm a strong believer that you should write what you enjoy. And instead of like trying to write for someone else, write for yourself and your audience will find you is like, if you do it well, um, like, you know, Keenan's artwork is amazing. Um, it helps people like look at it and think this is awesome. So then it's just a matter of making sure that the story is decent too. And yeah, if you just do what you like and write for yourself, then ideally you'll find an audience. Interesting. And I'd love to dive into what the process looked like on a weekly basis. So in an average week when this, when you are producing this, what do things look like? My guess is the script is mostly done and Kanan, uh, it's a lot of you working, but I'd love to hear what the process sort of looks like maybe end to end. Okay. So like Kanan would have the script and I would send him like scene by scene. So he'd usually have about five, six, up to 10 pages to work with at a time. And as he would send me pages, then I would send those to the colorist and I would letter the black and white. And then once the colorist got the pages back to me, then I would cut them up into the Webtoons format because everything that we do is sequential format for traditional comic books. Because uh, the ultimate goal was to print it. And so, yeah, once I would get it back from the colorist, I'd cut it up and then transfer the letters from the black and white pages that Keenan had sent originally, um, put those over, and then send those off to the editor for approval. And Kanan, what was it like for you? Well, as an artist, my only job was uh, to take all that hard work that put into the script and everything else and just draw. You know, uh, as I said before, uh, God gave me a, a lot of freedom a lot of creative freedom i could really do whatever i want i could add panels uh, you know uh, take panels out uh, whatever uh so that's that's mainly it uh, and i have to say the as much as god says my my work is awesome and thank you very much for that uh, his writing is, is even more awesome and if you have a really good story uh, any art can look great you know a, a good story makes makes or breaks a, a comic or anything else for that matter a movie or etc and a lot of the creators we've talked to have been one-man bands for lack of a better term they've been doing the story the drawing the lettering the promotion they've been doing everything on their own end to end so what has it been like to work together as a team maybe Kanan, you can go first uh, I don't know. It was great. Uh, as I said before, uh, I really clicked with, with God and uh, for, you know, six, seven years we've been working 
together with, with, uh, you know, non-stop, you know. And when you work with someone that long, you, you know, you, you can, uh, he's a really great, great guy. Uh, I, I really can't say enough good things about him. Uh, even we, we never spoke a lot. This is actually the first time uh, we see each other in, in, in real time. And yeah. Speak. <laughs> uh, we call, we uh, communicate uh, uh, through email. Uh, but uh, I, I just uh, have to say, uh, you know, when you have to work with someone, I hope uh, you get someone like that. <laughs> Wait, Kanan, if you don't mind me asking. So this is the first time you guys have spoken to each other. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. I said from like email and chats. So you've created this webtoon purely through chat, which is just incredible. Yeah. That's it. Wow. Credit, credit to both of you. That's super cool. Thank you for the opportunity to, uh, I mean, to be honest, we, we could have uh, maybe organized uh, a, a, some sort of a video meeting between us two, but I think uh, <laughs> both of us are uh, leaning towards the introvert. introvert. <laughs> yeah. So we, we, we rather stay in the mail. <laughs> mail. Yeah, we, we made it work with email. It's, it's been good. It's so cool. Um, and Garth and Kenan, what advice would you have to an aspiring comic creator that's looking for a partner to help complement their skills? I'm sure both of you approached it slightly differently, but Garth, what did you feel was important to you when you looked for a partnership? So Kenan is definitely not the first artist I've worked with. Definitely, definitely my favorite. And so that's why, like, even though we're kind of like done with with which we could, I'm just hanging on to them as much as I can because I don't want to stop working with them. Um, but essentially, you need someone who kind of understands each, both people need a partner who understands their kind of like vision. Um, even if it's the artist kind of adapting the story, the art, the, the art still needs to complement the story and you need to kind of understand where each other are coming from. Because even if the artist doesn't completely complement the story, then it's the writer's job to kind of give the artist something that will complement the, the style. So you need to kind of find that middle ground. And I was just really lucky with Keenan. His art was amazing. The stuff that I would give to him, I would get back pages that were either as good or better than what I was picturing in my head. And so I knew really early on that, that Keenan was the one for Witch Creek. And at that time, initially, Witch Creek Road wasn't even the main project I was working on. But as soon as I started working with Keenan and getting those pages, it became the main project. Like that's what I wanted to be doing. So yeah, I guess the main thing is look for someone who compliments you and someone who kind of understands where you're coming from. Kanan, was it similar for you or were there other things that you were looking for as well as an artist? Oh, well, at that time, I really wasn't uh, looking for a specific person to work with. I was just uh, looking for something uh, to work on. And I was lucky enough to, to find a, a person. And yeah, I would just agree with God, you know, we got to find someone who is, uh, you can, uh, as you say, relate on a human level first. You know, when you can communicate with someone easily, effortlessly, then any there's no no problem you can't solve. 
together you can't uh, work around it uh, so yeah you just have to find this, uh, a person who is uh, uh, you know open to to uh, how do you say uh, open to changes open to to ideas uh, and just over overall a good person you know and everything is easier so creating physical copies garth you mentioned that the ultimate goal was to print do you mind sharing a little bit about why physical printing was so important to you as part of this project so initially we never even thought about it being a webcomic um we started off we did kickstarters for issue one and issue two and the the problem for me was that i had published a graphic novel uh, about a year before and went through diamond you could order it into comic stores you know stuff like that but the problem is when no one knows who you are no one orders a comic from somebody who you know they don't know and it's it's hard to get in front of an audience when no one knows who you are and then with which creek road i wanted to do the opposite and just try to get it in front of as many people as we could so I started thinking about like, how do we do this? And that's what led me to, you know, Webtoon and, and we did Tapas, Tapastic for a little bit too, but ended up focusing on Webtoon. Uh, I never even knew that featured and getting paid for it was a thing. I just wanted to get it in front of people and, and have people read it because I was proud of what we were doing and, and thought that it looked great. So let's talk about the originals process. What did that look like? When were you contacted about, hey, maybe you would be a perfect fit for our originals program? It was right in between issue two and issue three, where I think we were just, we had started the art for issue three, but we hadn't started posting it yet. And that's basically where they contacted us. So we'd been on Webtoon for about half a year at that point. And Kanan, what was it like for you to work with the Originals team? What sort of support did they give you? They give us financial support. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, well, uh, when we first started, uh, there was uh, much more involvement of the editor. You know, uh, I had to, I had some more obligations. You know, we had to adjust the panels that were. Uh, as Garth said, in the classic comic book format uh, to the uh, web uh, webtoon format. So I had to redraw some panels. I had to change some panels, maybe draw new panels that didn't exist in the classic uh, format. We did it. So we kind of, you know, did, did that uh, for a while. Uh, but uh, after some time, uh, you know, they left us, uh, they gave us the freedom to, to basically do uh, whatever we wanted. You know, we, we posted uh, the pages as they were, you know, uh, only the panels would be cropped and everything. But uh, yeah, that's, that's mostly what I... Uh, got from uh, from that uh, because garth was the the one who was mostly working with the editors with with webtoons uh, directly so i was the uh, mostly spared of uh, of 
you know communi communicating with with them but uh, I, I did have you know those uh, additional th things to work on and garth what sort of things would you work with uh the editor on it was mostly about like the placement of the panels and sometimes like Keenan said, during season one, there were a lot of situations where they wanted additional panels or the panels to be expanded. Um, but after season one, it wasn't so much the art. And so it was more just focused on making sure that the layout was okay, making sure that there weren't any grammatical errors and, you know, spelling mistakes. Uh, by season four, we were yeah, there wasn't like a lot of updates or anything that we needed to do. A lot of times it was like, yep, that looks good. Um, I guess the only times where they really had to step in a little bit was where sometimes there were some of the panels were too gory. So we had to tone down the blood a little bit. But that was pretty much it. Good problem to have too much blood. Yeah. Uh, and at that point, how much of the story did you have done? Once we got into Webtoons, I had to stay ahead uh, just because there, there was, our schedules were so tight that we couldn't afford to have any downtime. So I was generally always at least an, an episode or two ahead of Keenan, just so that, you know, he would always have something to do. And Kanan, what was it like for you to be producing on this, you know, tight, very regular deadline of, you know, publishing weekly? What was that like as an artist? Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was, uh, how to say, it was much, <laughs> you know, I, I could keep up, I could keep up uh, in, because we, uh, we had uh, some work that has been done in advance, uh, you know, and that I, I just couldn't keep up and, uh, some guest artists had to, you know, take over when I couldn't uh, complete uh, some of these uh, issues in time. But yeah, I did just focus uh, exclusively on Witch Creek Road at, uh, at that time. I just uh, drew uh, Witch Creek Road, nothing else. And that did help uh, with, with the catching up on the deadline, but, uh, you know, uh, I did, I did uh, as much as I could uh, at that time, but yeah, it was a strict schedule. On your site, you talked a little bit about what it was like to work with Webtoon on the story. And as always with the creative process, it doesn't mean you're going to agree all the time. So Garth, do you mind expanding on that a little bit? Yeah. So. Witch Creek Road was only intended to be one season. Like it, it should have been called something different. So if I could have gone back in time, I would have named it something different. And season one would have been Witch Creek Road. Season two would have been Skinned. Season three would have been like Infested, which was the, the Edwin story. And kind of like what they do in American Horror Story, where every season is completely different, completely unique story. Um, and then eventually with Witch Creek Road, it would have started coming together and overlapping in future seasons. But the problem was being called Witch Creek Road 
and continuing with the seasons which weren't intended to be completely connected to it, we had to end up connecting, you know, season one to season two and three. So what ended up happening was the, the skinned storyline in season two, we inserted some characters from season one that originally hadn't been there. And it caused some changes, like the, the ending of the skinned storyline ended up being different, which didn't affect things too much at the time. But then if, as you progress even further, there was stuff in season four that was a lot different than what I had originally wanted, just because what had been changed in season two was causing kind of a ripple effect. Um, and I completely understand it. Like they were, they were paying us money to produce this series. And I mean, Keen and I were both very happy for the extra income. And I get them wanting to have familiar characters in there. Like I, I didn't fight them too much on it because I understood from a business aspect that they want familiar characters that people recognize. Is it? Is it safe to say that they thought if you kept the same characters throughout, it would just bring people back a bit more easily, even though you may have had more of an anthology feel to it? Is that the right way to think about it? Yeah, I, I think they just wanted, they wanted people to see something that they recognized um, and something that they already knew from season one. And what surprised each of you about being on the originals team? What was the most surprising thing to either of you? Yeah, I was very impressed with how supportive and how good they are. Like they they do take very good care of their creators. They're very supportive. Um, I've loved working for Webtoon. Um, it, I would recommend it to people if they get the opportunity. Um, yeah, uh, we managed to produce a lot more than than we probably would have if it had been because. As a writer um, and commissioning artwork, like what I'm able to produce is determined by the money in my pocket. And it gets expensive being a writer who cannot draw. Webtoons provided, or they, they like refilled the coffers. You know, they made it so that I could continue and, and continue working with Keenan and producing a lot of stuff that would have been a lot harder to do otherwise. Was the biggest thing that they gave you the the sort of financial backing for you to pursue your vision? Not just that, like that was valuable, but also the platform. Like once you become a featured creator, you get a lot of eyes on, on the material. So suddenly, instead of having, you know, 18,000 subscribers on, on the originals, we had like 40, 400,000. And yeah, it was amazing. Like we got our story out in front of so many people as a result. So that is, I don't know, like definitely the money is, is nice, but the extra marketing and the extra eyes on it is invaluable. Makes a ton of sense to me. Kanan, what advice would you give to a young aspiring artist that wants to get to the level of being an originals artist? Uh, well, I can only uh, recommend uh, some the things I, I did, you know, uh, uh, most importantly, if you want to succeed in anything, uh, at least that's what I think, 
if you want uh, your work to be seen uh, by by somebody you have to just uh, focus on it be your worst critic you know uh, always look to improve your work uh, uh, do not uh, uh, how do you say uh, produce work uh, for other people produce it for yourself uh, you have to be the one who is going to be uh, satisfied with the, with what you do uh, and after many many years and much time uh, working on your craft uh, then if your work is good enough uh, it will eventually i think lead to something you know uh, i've been in uh, as uh, as i said uh, in uh, co uh, drawing comic books for maybe 10 years you know uh, and uh, i i i can't say i'm <laughs> i succeeded in it i mean i i am very uh, happy that uh, for the things I did so far, you know, with the guard and uh, with webtoons, uh, uh, but uh, I still keep on working on my uh, my art, and uh, and that's the most most important thing to me. And I think uh, every other artist should just uh, focus to be happy with his own art uh, and uh, listen to the people around him. Uh, uh, you know, ask them what they think about it, uh, where should you improve, etc. And uh, I think results will come. Garth, any advice for someone who wants to be an Originals creator? Um, it's mainly like if, if you can write and draw, perfect. Like that is the, the perfect situation. But just in general, do what you do what you enjoy. Don't try to produce something for a particular audience, just do what you enjoy, because that way you'll have fun doing it. Um, the hard thing with webtoons is that there's so many people producing that it can be really hard to find that audience in the beginning. So if you're producing for someone else and expecting to find that audience by, by writing for them and it doesn't happen, then it's you're not gonna enjoy it because you're doing it for someone else. So instead, do it for yourself and try to find your audience that way. And also patience. Like, it's not going to happen overnight. It is definitely going to take time. So don't give up. Just keep trying. I'd love to get both of your thoughts on the future of the industry a little bit. So as you may have seen, All of Us Are Dead, a big webtoon. It's not the newest webtoon. I believe it's five five plus years old, it is now a Netflix series that is trending, popular, it's getting a second wind. What are your thoughts on, you know, more comic IP becoming a big part about what people consume and how this affects creators like both of you? So my, my opinion on that is that Hollywood is scared to take chances on, on new items. You know, there's so many sequels, so many remakes, um, getting something truly original is becoming less and less. So comics are really good because they've already proven their, their concept. You know, if, if something's popular, it's popular for a reason. And so comics are kind of like the current goldmine in terms of ideas. Um, 
not just superheroes, but everything. Um, there are, are a lot of comic book intellectual properties being made into, you know, movies, TV shows, games, um, things like that. Kanan? Yeah, I would like to uh, uh, say about the web comics in general, uh, how, impo how, how important it is and uh, how, uh, what that means to people like me who don't live in the USA and, uh, or anywhere where, where we can kind of get into the industry. Uh, for me personally, uh, like uh, the technology and the internet was uh, meant everything. You know, I, I wouldn't uh, be able to do what I do today if it weren't for, for the internet, you know. And uh, web comics, uh, they just uh, all get, uh, they get the com comics uh, closer to the people from all over the world. And uh, it makes uh, it easier to get into the, into the business, you know, uh, before, you know, there was the gatekeepers, the editors, the big publishers, where if uh, you wanted to work in, on, in comics, uh, you had to go to them. But uh, now I think uh, I, I love uh, the changes that are, that are going to in comics in general, and ex especially in web comics, where everybody is producing their own content. You know, uh, everybody has a place uh, of their own and the people can choose, you know, what they like, they read what they like, uh, what they don't uh, like, they don't read, and uh, only the, the best, you know, uh, uh, rise up. Uh, I'm glad for also the, the, the web webtoons that, that are becoming the, uh, uh, the series. I, I, I keep that uh, in my sight. Uh, I hopefully uh, Netflix will be uh, recording a show, Witch Creek Road. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think overall it's uh, very good uh, for web comics for everything. Uh, you know, uh, the web uh, comics are are becoming a testing ground for movies, for sh especially for shows. You know, as Garth said, it's uh, cheaper to fail in comics than to uh, invest all that money in uh, a show or a movie, and then. To, to get it filled, but so uh, thumbs up, you know, uh, I, uh, I think uh, the best things are uh, before us. Kanan, you touched on how the internet has just drastically changed your life, right? 60 yeah. years ago, if you wanted to get into comics, you needed to be sitting with a publisher physically. Yeah. Now things have changed and you can form a super team from two very different places. Kanan, maybe you can start on this question, but what do you hope to see in the future of the comic industry? Uh, well, as I said, I really like what's going on now, but uh, I would like to see more, more of this, you know, more of a uh, opening, opening up to everybody, you know, if you got a story, if you got some art, uh, you know, you can get together uh, make a comic book uh, and uh, uh, I think the most important thing for the for comic book create creators uh, in general is uh, readers you know you want people to see what you've been working on you, you want people to be able to read your comics and uh, 
uh, in the future. Uh, so as much as that uh, could be increased, that would be great. So uh, make uh, people's work visible to as many people as possible. Uh, uh, make uh, more opportunities to for to uh, for people that otherwise couldn't be in the comic book industry and uh, just uh, overall uh, make people create more people read more and we're all we're all gonna be better off <laughs> i think garth how about you so keenan said that all really well um i think my the only thing i can add to that is like before the comic publishers kind of dictated the comics that existed you know they, they were the ones in charge of what we read and had access to. And now that's not the case anymore. Like you can go to Kickstarter and kickstart a comic book about whatever. Um, you can go to Webtoons and produce a comic about whatever you want. So as, as Keenan said, like those gatekeepers aren't there anymore. And those subjects and the minority groups and everything like that, that they, didn't really have much representation in comics before, they have that now. And it, like, like I said, like Keenan said, um, I just hope it gets better too. Um, you know, we're, we're definitely in the right direction. And as more people kind of lend their voice, then we'll get more of that. And, you know, in theory, the more we get, the there's more is gonna rise to the top. One of the things that I enjoyed about Witch Creek Road is, like you both alluded to, it's a very new type of story. It's very easy for a streaming platform or a movie studio to say, let's stick with characters or a story type that we know people know. It's the safest thing to do. And what I've enjoyed is it feels really, really different and creates a mix of emotions as a reader that haven't really felt before. So credit to both of you for this work. It's been a lot of fun to read. I did want to close with our rapid fire round. So I have five questions. I'll admit they're a bit tricky. You're probably gonna have to think about them, but Kanan, you can go first and then Garth, you can go after that. So my first question for you is, which fictional character best describes your personality? Oh man, I, 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 don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I thought about that, you know, uh, I think maybe because uh, the other time I was thinking, uh, I really like Venom, you know, as a character, uh, I don't know why, but uh, I just uh, I always liked Ven Venom from the first time I, I found out about him in the Spider-Man comics. Uh, uh, I don't know if it's uh, the suit that I love, the design of the character, or the uh, symbolism, uh, the duality of uh, you know the the, the symbiote and Eddie and. Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, I feel like uh, I have a personality that's kind of split, you know, between uh, my uh, uh, how do you say uh, extroverted self and introverted self, and uh, it kind of they they uh, switch <laughs> they switch between. And uh, I would say Venom, yeah. Garth, yeah, I'm I'm gonna cheat, and I'm gonna use a character from Witch Creek Road. <laughs> um like essentially in season three there we see like the the origins of the old man and 
what I wrote was very much how I feel. Like he was going to a haunted hotel. He didn't believe in ghosts or anything like that, but he wanted to. And all he wanted to do was see some sort of affirmation that these things exist. And that's kind of like me. Like, I don't believe in ghosts, but I want them to exist. And I, if I could just see one, I would be happy. But at the same time, I know if I saw one, I would probably like overanalyze it into thinking it was something like a trick of my mind. So yeah, that's the, the old man from Witch Creek Road. What three webtoons would you take with you on a desert island, Kanan? Of course, Witch Creek Road. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I like the webtoon uh, Adventures of God on webtoons. I keep reading that. It's, uh, it's really good. Uh, also, uh, the, I, uh, I found uh, I see the Trailer Park uh, uh, with just Trailer Park War Warlock. I, I think that's a great comic too. Uh, I didn't read much uh, of webtoons comics, but uh, those are a few I found and uh, kind of get lo got lost in. And Garth, which three would you take with you on a desert island? Yeah, safely endangered, and Sarah's scribbles, and um, unordinary. Next, if you could pick any which manga webtoon comic creator would you want to have dinner with? Maybe Kanan, you can go first. Oh, I'd like to to go go to dinner with a lot of creators, uh, a lot of artists. Uh, I have a lot a lot of artists that I look up to and uh, admire. I don't know. I, uh, maybe uh, <clears throat> Mike Mignola, uh, the, the the first one uh, to sit down with and pick his brain. Uh, also, some other artists like. Uh, uh, Koipel, uh, like Ryan Otley, uh, Ben Stenbeck, uh, those are all great artists and uh, I would like to sit with, with all of them. <laughs> Guy? Yeah, so I'll, I'll say three because it's really hard to narrow down to one. Totally. Um, <laughs> one is Joe Hill. Uh, if you're not familiar with Joe Hill, he's the one who did Lock and Key. Uh, he's got a new series out called Rain right now, which I'm really enjoying. Um, he's Stephen King's son. So, I mean, like, you know, the guy is pretty cool. And uh, the second one would be Neil Gaiman. Uh, just the guy's a genius. And the third would be Junji Ito, who does amazing Japanese horror. And he writes and draws, like, he's the full package. The, the guy's amazing. And then what's your favorite scene from any webtoon or comic that you have read? Kanan, you can go first. Uh, favorite scene? I don't know. I, I like the scene uh, in the Witch Creek Road when uh, Sarah enters the, the cabin and uh, turns around and uh, says, uh, no, I'm going to eat you all. <laughs> I like that. So mine also has to do with eating but there was a i don't remember the exact comic but there was a an alternate marvel series where magneto flipped the the polar alignment or something and it just wiped out so many people at the same time but it caused some people i think to go crazy or something because 
um, the, there's a scene where Ant-Man comes up and he's looking for the wasp and he finds the wasp and she's being eaten by the blob. And it's just this really gruesome scene of like the blob, like mid eating of the, the wasp. And the Ant-Man grows like basically as big as he can. It picks up the blob and just bites his head off and spits it out. And yeah, that scene definitely like stuck with me. And finally, if you could have dinner with one fictional character, who would it be? Kanan, you go first. Rorschach from uh, Watchmen. <laughs> I like his character. Uh, I don't know. I think he's, he's interesting. Hopefully, uh, he wouldn't kill me on that dinner. <laughs> and Garth? I guess like someone like Dr. Manhattan uh, from, I mean, same series, like uh, Watchmen just because he seems to know so much. And as long as he was willing to answer questions truthfully, it would be really interesting to just be like, hey, what about this? What about this? What about this? And find out about all these different things because he's so incredibly smart and knows everything. Well, thank you so much for going through the rapid fire round. Kenan, Garth, thank you for taking some time to come on our show, Which Creek Road, is incredible. I describe it as delightfully cre creepy. All of our listeners, please go check it out. And you can, they also have a website, witchcreekroad.com that has some fun Q and A's. You can purchase some of their incredible work and continue to support these two. So thank you so much for coming on and we hope to chat with you again. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. Thank you for joining us today. If you have any feedback or want to be featured as our next guest, please write to us at pixelsandpanelspod at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe, like, or give us a five-star rating. See you all next week.